Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Rex. just leave this. Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. He's the pastor and my hubby. She's the horse girl and my wife. And we're coming to you from our home in the Midwest, Refuge Farm. Join us as we discuss how to apply God's grace to marriage, family, life, and ministry in, in the, the Just, Just Grace It podcast. podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Just Grace It podcast. Hello. It's season two, episode two, and we promised you guys one a week. One a week, so we're trying. It's Saturday, so we're not late. So we're recording and hopefully getting us up there today so you guys can listen. Yep. So we were just talking about the new trend to like shorten every word. And Becky's annoyed by this. Yeah, I don't like this new trend. So, so instead of saying it's casual, you would say it's cash. Or what's some other ones that I've heard? Oh, Andrew does. Um, he shortens son, everything. He, he shortens, shortens everything. everything. But one of his is like, instead of saying, can I have some cookies? He'll be like, hey, can I have some cooks? Yeah. What's for din? Yeah, what's for din? <laughs> It's, it annoys me when people are like, "Froyo," for frozen yogurt. Like everything's got to be shortened. Shortened, now. yeah. 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 Anyway, this or is what... like I heard one the other day. I think it was on another podcast, and they were talking about something being suspicious or suspect or something. Yeah. And they're like, "That's so sus." Yeah, sus. Yep. There's kids at school say I'm that. Like, can are we so lazy now that we cannot say full words? Uh, we are. We that's we're we're that lazy and we can't say full words. We can't text full words like um, or full sentences. Full sentences. It's it's insane. Anywho, on that note, we were just talking about that before we started to record, so we thought we'd um, just throw that little tidbit out there. That's that's free. That's yeah. worth the price of admission right Just there. Just our opinion yeah. on that. Um, so, how are things going this week? Oh, we had a... It snowed. It snowed It's snowing. Bit. It's We're supposed to get possibly four inches over the whole entire weekend this weekend. So. I don't believe it, but it's I believe the first it snow. There's it. a dusting on the ground right now. Yeah. Um, but it's really the first real snow that we've had. That's right. where something is sticking. Right. Um, so. Other than that, like, it's... We still don't have our van back. For those of no. you who are charting the course with us on the van, it's been officially over a month since the van was turned in to be repaired. And we still don't have it back. And they can't guarantee we'll have it back by Thanksgiving. Yep. So that's fun. So now we're having to... Yeah, it's it's just... You want to give a quick quick update on Daniel's injury? Oh, yes. So, if you don't know, our son Daniel, um, he is a basketball fanatic, and he had just made the A-team for eighth grade, 
and like literally the day before and then the next day for his first official practice he dislocated his kneecap while running suicides and um so we he initially went to the emergency room they did an initial x-ray no said there was no broken bones sent him home with crutches and immobilizer um then we had a follow-up with our family doctor and he referred us to the orthopedic surgeon that's happened to be in the same building so we just had that appointment this last week and thankfully he doesn't think that it's going to need surgery he doesn't think that he tore the acl or anything we are having an MRI done. We can't get in till the middle of December, but we are having an MRI done just to make sure that everything is good and there's no tears. But on his initial examination and just the range of motion that Daniel had by that point and how it looked and how it felt, he didn't feel like most likely he will not need surgery and most likely there's not any major tears or anything. And, um, he said possibly some physical therapy. The only negative was Daniel is out for the basketball season. So he's right. not able yeah. to to play this season, which is a bummer because he worked so hard to yeah. make the team. I mean, he, he was really, really, really dedicated and put in a lot of time. So, but that's the update on that. So there's some, a lot of good news, it seems like with that, but also it's, it is, sad for him that he's not going to be able to do his his season but so you want to tell everyone what the topic is for this week yeah so we're gonna do some topics this season that maybe maybe some of our regular listeners might feel like well why are you talking about that like we already know that you know I don't we don't understand why this topic is relevant but um, there's just some things, some trends, some kind of scary things that we've been noticing that um, we've been hearing a lot of just believers in general, just ways that they talk and ways that they um, are incorporating just some different ideals and philosophies into faith in Christ and what they say how they say things how they say things and I think I think sometimes people just say things because that's what they've heard or what they were taught growing up or um, it's what everybody kind of says and sometimes we don't stop and think about what we're saying and what the real actual indications of that you know what what is it that we're really saying and what does that mean yeah the implications of that yeah the implications not indications you're right um so today we want to talk about does god allow or cause or send the bad hurtful circumstances that come into our life is god allowing those things to happen right so, and this is something that as I I personally listen to a lot of other podcasts. I listen to um different YouTube channels. I so 
you guys know I work different jobs and one of my jobs is cleaning houses and I also clean our church and our church building and so I'm just listening to things while I'm cleaning I need to have something some mental stimulation yes well and and I learn a lot and just kind of become aware of what's out there so it's not like I'm just you know sitting around the house all day listening to stuff but um some of what I'm hearing there's a lot of people who talk about things going on in their lives and they say, well, God allowed that because he has a plan or God allowed that because he's growing me to or teach me a lesson or God allowed that to teach me a lesson or God allowed that because he's disciplining me for something that I did or I must have done something wrong. So now I'm being punished. Um, and that's the phrase that, I hear a lot is that, well, God allowed this in my life. And so we just thought that we'd talk about that today. And does God allow the bad things that happen in our lives? Is he the cause of it? Is he the, does he push the allow button, so to speak, to let something in that is hurtful? So you want to tell the story of that one um, that kind of brought this, up in your mind or not? Yeah, so one of the podcasts I listen to, <clears throat> this is not necessary this is not a faith-based podcast. But the person that is the host of the podcast um tries to incorporate faith faith into the podcast. And, she, and in the most general sense of that. Yes, in the most general sense. And she she has stated that she is a believer in Jesus and, you know, that she is a Christian. She she gives herself those labels. And what is actually her faith or belief about all that, I, I'm not sure. Um, but I'm just saying what she has said. So she's saying, I'm a Christian. She's saying that she has a relationship with Jesus. And so, and she's been very public about that, especially in the last couple of years. But recently she, um, and this is a pretty high profile person. I mean, a lot, she has like thousands and thousands of followers. Um, but recently she went in to have, a surgery done and it was an elective surgery and she did all her due diligence she did all the research she read all the reviews she checked the surgeon out and didn't come up with anything negative and so she went ahead and scheduled an appointment to see this person and to make a very long complicated story short um she was, in her words, she was highly mistreated. Um, I would say there was sexual misconduct involved, according to her story. And things were done in her surgery that she did not consent to. And again, this is all according to her story. Um... So there's a lot of really bad, bad stuff that happened. And 
she is telling everyone that one of the reasons she is she's not okay with what happened because there were some really bad things that happened. But, and I would, based on what I've heard of the story, I've listened to parts of the, the the um the podcast with you, and based on the parts of the story I've heard, she's absolutely legitimate in saying that inappropriate stuff happened. Absolutely, and that that part of it, I don't absolutely. think we have an issue with. No, no, it's not that at all. But she has also been very vocal about saying that, you know what. This was God's plan for me because I think that I'm the one because of her high profile status status, you know, she's like, because of my high profile status, you know, I think I'm the one that can bring out what this guy is really like. And, you know, there's apparently several other victims who have had similar things happen. You know, they were patients and they've had some of the similar things happen, if not worse things happen. And, you know, this guy is just allowed to continue practicing. And it's, it's really, if it's true, and at this point, I have no reason to think that it's not true or that her story is not true. It's really, it's horrendous. This guy should be in jail and never come out again. Um... But she's saying that this was God's plan for her. And she's putting that out there publicly that this was God's plan for me. God allowed this to happen. God allowed this to happen so that I could, you know, be the one to help bring this guy to justice so that no one is ever hurt again. And she's laying what happened to her and, and the way that she describes it. And she, her words, it's God, it was God's plan for her to, to do this and to have this happen it just made me cringe because all these horrible things that she says happened to her and I'm not doubting her, but you know, I want to be careful that I acknowledge, acknowledge that bad stuff did happen. Yeah. To her, right. Yes. Um, but also like, I don't know the guy I wasn't there in the room, so I don't know his side of it, you know? Um, I don't want somebody to come back and be like, well, you're accusing. Yeah. Whatever. I just want to be clear in saying that this is what she is saying has happened to her. Um, she's putting all of that at the feet of God. Like God, the way she talks about it makes it sound like God planned this and allowed this into her life so that for a greater purpose. And I just, I know that there are a lot of non-believers that listen to this podcast that she has and I just cringe to think what they are thinking in their heads about God and who God is and what he does and what he allows and you know what kind of a God is this that would allow this woman to go through these horrible horrible things so that she could you know in turn help other people um I just think that they're needs to be a better way and should be a better way for people to talk about the things that happen in their lives that are bad instead of saying well god it was god's plan or god allowed this and i think we're gonna talk about some scriptural reasons why we think that's 
not a... Well, really, it's a horrible way to talk about God. So, yeah, I mean... Another another piece to the backstory was that um, there was a previous physician who advised that this particular thing didn't need to happen at all and, and kind of said, like, refused to do it. And so the individual wanted it anyway and was kind of like looking for somebody, someone who, somebody would, do who anyway. would do it. Yeah. So one of my problems with all of this sort of thinking and, and, and so forth when it comes up is, you know, well, if if circumstances are, the you know, the leading force behind all these things, then what about the first person who said, this is... This Maybe isn't worth the idea. risk. This isn't a good idea and didn't want to do it, but the person wanted it anyway. And so for me, that raises like a lot of the bad stuff that happens to us is the result of our own choices, choices, our own decisions, our own, you know, well, we just really want to do this or that or whatever. And, you know, we have we have volition. You know, God made Adam and Eve in the beginning and says of the fruit of the trees of the garden, you may freely eat, right? So he, one of the first institutions that God ordained when he made man is the issue of volition or free will. And we... And I think that's a huge part of this conversation is the fact that all human beings were given free will. Right, so... And we are not saying that, well, you know, too bad, so sad, she made a bad choice, so she gets what she gets. I'm not, We're not saying that at all. This This... If these things truly happened, and and again, I have no reason to think that she's lying. Um, so all, but the point is, it never should have happened. It, it, right. This guy is. If he did these things, he absolutely should be brought to justice. But choices have consequences, right? Exactly. I mean, what well, you know, uh, in economics, people talk about the externalities, right? Like you do this thing, and you don't know how it's going to work out. But every choice you make has. A trade-off and an opportunity right. cost to it. And, right. and we make our decisions all the time about stuff. And sometimes we make good decisions. Sometimes we make bad decisions. And things happen as a result of those decisions. You know, of those decisions. So that's why I think it's so important for believers to be in the Word of God and be renewing their minds and, you know, try to make as best as they can biblically intelligized decisions based on truth, Right. And, um, so that's, that would be my first thing is like, there was a choice made and one choice led to another choice to another choice. to another And then choice. there were a lot of choices when we listened to the story though, there were also a lot of choices that were made in spite of warning signs mm-hmm. and sirens and signals. If, if I could say it that way, that were going off in this person's mind that maybe this wasn't a good thing to continue on with, with this with particular, this particular person yeah. with. And, you know, they they continued on anyway, right? So, like, I guess that for me is the first thing. A lot of the stuff that happens to us is a result of our own choices. I will say, I do want to, since you mentioned that, I do want to say, um, when you're dealing with any type of abuse and you're the victim a lot of times the abuser will do and incorporate and act on 
mental emotional abuse before Absolutely, before yeah, the true. physical yeah. abuse happens because they there's gaslighting there's you know narcissism there's you know there's all kinds of terms for it but some people have a way of making even if you speak your objections or speak your concerns or say hey I don't I don't really know about that um they'll talk it away or they'll make you feel like you're the one with the problem right um and it can be when you're already in a vulnerable state like a doctor patient type situation it can be very hard to objectively follow those warning signals signals that are going off in your mind when you have somebody who is in a position of power over you manipulating your mind and your emotions like that so right so i i want to be clear that we're not saying that the things that happened to this woman are her fault it she was hurt and but she did make choices that put her in that position to be hurt so right and so that was just my point is yeah. we all we make choices and you know we don't you know in my history class we teach about this right that things have unintended consequences to them and when the people yeah. make the choices to do a b or c they don't know what the long-term effects or ramifications are going to be to those things so i guess that's kind of my first thing is we all make choices and we invite into our life trouble sometimes through mm-hmm. the choices that we make not necessarily on purpose but no. but so to sum up i think firstly Things happen, bad things happen, not because God is pushing some button up in heaven and saying, I'll allow that, but I won't allow that. So it's not like he has an allow button and a not allow button. And, you know, he just decides which one he's going to push. Sometimes things happen because we make choices and there's negative consequences to our choices. Yeah, so I'd say two things. Even So to use your illustration, if there's an allow button and a, and a not allow button, what is really the difference between that that allow button really would be a cause button, wouldn't it? I mean, if, if he pushes a button to, quote, I'm going to allow this, there's not a lot of difference between him allowing it and causing being the it, cause being of the it. cause of it. Correct. So if one reason for it, if, if one reason for, um, you know, bad things happening is our own choices, I think another one is Job 5.7, yet... Man is born into trouble as the sparks fly upward. I mean, another another reason why is just because we're in this world that's cursed by sin and trouble finds us without us looking for it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this, right? So some of these shows um, that we watch occasionally on, on TV where a family goes off and they go live in the bush all by themselves to get away from everybody and you know live off, off the grid. off the yeah. grid and this and that because they just want to you know mind their own business and you know not have anybody bother them and all that sort of thing. Well, how many times in those shows have life circumstances from extended families still found their way to these people who are living in the middle of right. literally nowhere? And trouble still finds trouble them. still finds them even though, even if you want to try to avoid as much of it as you can which I do recommend by the way but 
it's still going to find you because man's born under trouble. That's a scriptural principle, it seems to me. Sometimes so. good things, or excuse me, I'm saying that the opposite way. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. Sometimes you can do everything right and still end up with a heart attack or cancer. Or, you know, we heard a story recently where somebody somebody was in the car talking to their wife and she just passed away instantly. Yeah. Like right before before his eyes. Like and I I I have not heard what happened there so I don't want to, you know, speculate. Speculate, but I mean it it's just like it can be just like that. You know, and it's not because somebody did something bad or he did something bad and so God took his wife away or she did something bad and so God is taking her life. I mean it it, it just happens. It just happens. And I think to me that then also brings up 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where Paul says that there have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. And Romans 8, where it says the whole creation is groaning. like Even we ourselves, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan within ourselves. Yep. So, you, so, you know, there's nothing that's going to happen in our life that isn't common to man, that isn't something that that men have faced before and that if the lord tarries they'll face again right i mean so and then i think the third one is the third reason excuse me the third reason would be other people who have free will sometimes make (laughs) evil choices and those evil choices affect you know come into our life and affect us and affect us so like this woman's story what should have happened is she should have gone into this doctor he should have treated her with respect and dignity and all these things and done what was asked and the end but that's seemingly not what happened he if he truly did all the things that she's saying that he did he did evil I mean, it just right. evil. It was, it, see, it's definitely, definitely. And it hurt her. And sounds like he's done it to a lot of other people as well. Right. And, you know, that's, sometimes other people make choices that. So, yeah, so if, if you have volition, free will, and I have volition, free will, then sometimes your free will is going to intersect with my free will to, to create an event or a situation or a circumstance. And that doesn't, and I think most of the stuff that happens in life is, is that way, right? You, you exercise, somebody over here exercises free will, you exercise free will. And before you know it, now you've, your two free wills clash into each other. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and even in the, even in the scripture, like I, if even bringing this up, you know, causes a lot of problems for people. But, you know, when Jesus is telling the story of the Good Samaritan, he says, by chance, there happened, a, you know, the Samaritan, right? So, like, a lot of people don't like the idea that, you know, stuff, that, that God's not controlling everything that's going on or whatever because they have a very Calvinistic, fatalistic, view of it where everything that's happening is somehow fated or written in the cards or unavoidable kind of a thing 
And um, the scriptures are God's plan for your life. Like this, right. you know, well, this was part of God's plan for your life. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. It is never God's plan for your life that you suffer. He says we will suffer, but it's not his plan for your life. It's not his plan that you're abused. It's not his plan that, because then if you're saying that, then you're saying that he caused the evil to happen to you. And God is not the author of evil. So I think there's three reasons then why we would say people suffer. One would be the common demand things. Mm-hmm. One would be your own bad choices. bad choices. And third would be, which you haven't talked about, is the idea of suffering for the cause of Christ. In other words, you're speaking up for the gospel. You're speaking up for the truth. You're, 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 you know, try, you're taking your ambassadorship seriously, and as a result, there's... Negative well, okay, so maybe that would be four because I think three we did talk about. Number three was sometimes people do evil things and those evil things affect you and you're like the innocent bystander. Like you weren't asking for this. So that would be a sub point of the one of our own choices, right? Sometimes sometimes we have free choice and another person has free choice and they, they but yeah. That's, I guess I view it separate. Oh, we have a disagreement, folks. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like in the instance of a drunk driver. So you're going to the grocery store. Somebody's driving home drunk and they hit you. You're just going about your business. I mean, you there's no, you know, if somebody's drunk and they come out of nowhere and they hit you. I mean, you have nothing to do with that. You're just living your life. I mean, yes, you're living your life by making choices. You're choosing to go to the store at that time, and, you know, that's where everyone Yeah, but I wouldn't say to... that's not your fault because you no. went to the store that time. But, but my point is, you made the choice, they made the choice to drink and drive, and in this unfortunate instance, your choice intersects with their choice yeah. to create this event now. Right. And... Most of the things that happen, I think, are that way. Yeah. So, so then I think we need to talk about if God is not pushing the allow or not allow button up in heaven, or it wasn't pre-planned, you know, and predestinated that all the things that happen in your life were going to happen. Does he know that those things are going to happen? Yes, he knows. He, he's all-knowing. He knows what's going to happen. Scripture says he knows the end from the beginning. so And he is the beginning and the end. And this is where people get confused, right? Because they they think that foreknowledge and predestination are the same thing. Yeah. When they're different words, they don't mean the same thing. So God can... Foreknowledge is informative. It means God knows what's going to happen. Predestination is causal. God can know what's going to happen without causing it to happen. Right. Without pushing the cause button, if you will, to use your illustration. I heard somebody say, and I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of an answer to this idea that they're talking about sovereignty because that's a word that's thrown around a lot mm-hmm. about and given to God. But it's not actually, the word sovereignty is not actually in the Bible, correct? Well, I don't believe so. Let me, you keep talking, I'll see if I can... But they were saying that, you know, some people view sovereignty of God as he knows everything and then causes everything to happen. Everything is pre-planned, predestinated, 
pre-known and it all goes back to God. Because if it doesn't, then he can't be all-powerful or, or sovereign. Right. But this person was saying, really, what makes God God and all-powerful is that he can have a plan. He can know what's going to happen in the future and be working things towards his ultimate plan in spite of man's free will choices. That he is, that's what makes God, God, is that he can, the end that he wants to see is going to come out in spite of free will. Because he can use and work in spite of. So my philosophy students will often ask me, they'll say, do you believe in predestination? And I say, yes, I do. Do I believe there's going to be the catching up of the church, the body of Christ, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall he ever be with the Lord? Yes, I believe that. Mm -hmm. Do I believe there's going to be a 70th week of Daniel, and there's going to be Jacob's trouble and, and terrible circumstances and what have you on earth? Yes, I believe that. Do I believe that God, Christ is going to come back you know, a second time to establish a kingdom? Yes, I believe those things. And I'm perfectly comfortable saying that those things are predetermined because the Scripture tells me they're predetermined. Right. The scripture says God is going to do the rapture, the tribulation, the um, the second coming, the you know the kingdom. So, where I think people get into trouble though is when they want to assign things to God apart from Scripture, when they have no way of knowing right. what is what is God and what is not, and what is just their own dumb choice or somebody else's dumb choice or just the general trouble that comes as a result of, you know, of, of, li of living here. So for me, yeah, I believe in predestination. I believe that the things that God said will happen, will happen the way he said them, because he's God and he said they would happen. And he cannot lie. And he cannot lie. But everything apart from that, I think you're on dangerous ground to start saying that, you know. That was God. That, that was, was God, God and that yeah. was God and that was God over there, yeah. you know. Can so what is God's role when bad things happen? Can He use those things for our good? And I I think yes. I I believe Romans eight twenty eight. I all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. When it says all things, I believe it's all things. So if somebody does something bad abusive, hurtful, whatever to me, can God use that thing and work it for my ultimate good? Yes, I believe he can. You know, yeah. I've it's one of those things that I've seen happen in my life many times. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about some of it, but on here, but like I and we, we've been through some stuff. You know, and I think part of the hope that we have is that he can take those things and use them for his glory. Yes, absolutely. Can he use them for our good? Yes, absolutely. But think, he's not making them happen. No. And I think and I think that whole thing of using them to your good is is somewhat related to to your own attitude and approach, right? I mean, if you're going to be bitter and mad and angry at God because something bad happened, you're it's not. It's going to be very it's hard. It's going to be hard see. for you to see anything good 
Yeah. You know, coming, you know, about coming about as a result of that at all. And I think that's where trust comes in is trusting that the Lord can um take a tragedy and and work it out for good. I I always think of the story of Corey Tenboom. And if you don't know who that is, she she was she lived in the Netherlands and she and her sister and her dad hid Jews um from the Germans from, from the, the Germans Nazis. from the Nazis. Yes. And they were eventually arrested and put in she and her sister were I think her dad passed away before they ended up at the concentration camp if I'm correct but she and her sister were put in a concentration camp and her sister ended up passing away in the concentration camp and initially Corey dealt with she hated the Nazis for what they did like she had hate Mm -hmm. for them but before her sister passed away, they had a conversation about, you know, her sister was encouraging her to not hate, but to love her enemies. And some of the stories that happened after she was released from the concentration camp and then the talks that she went and gave and that her testimony, because she was able to forgive, and she actually met with, after the fact, some of the officers that hurt her family. And she was able to forgive them. And if I'm not mistaken, I think one of them ended up as a believer because of her forgiveness. And I mean, so that to me is a huge example of God taking something horrible and atrocious and evil and working it out for her good and for his glory. I mean... If you haven't read her story, you need to read her story. It's a really incredible story. Yeah. So. So is there anything else we want to say about that? About the whole topic? Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily have anything else to say per se. Um, just other than to acknowledge that, you know, this, it is a hard topic. And. And just, we have to be careful what we're giving to God what in the sense of what are we saying is his plan or his fault or his well God did this or God allowed this or God caused this I, I'm, especially I when, just think that does a lot of damage especially to non-believers who now you start saying well God you know this is a God who might cause something bad in your life but it'll ultimately be for your good so I feel like there's a certain understanding that a believer ought to have versus an unbeliever, right? Right. That's what you're basically saying. And but you I need think to a have lot discernment of, yes. as far as how you, how you talk to somebody who you know is not a believer versus what you're able to say in a conversation with somebody who you know is if, a believer. And if you are a believer who thinks that God just allows or plans or pushes a button and says okay yep you can have that happen in your life um you need to think that through and read through scripture about it because i think too i mean am i wrong but i almost wonder if people take the story of job and 
Satan going to God and being like, well, if you would let me do this, this, and this, then he's not going to praise you anymore and he wouldn't be so faithful. And and then they assume that that one story from that one Bible character, now all of a sudden that's how God is with everybody. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that. They They want to normalize that story as though that's the way God deals with every, like, almost like, you know, God's having this individual conversation with Satan about every, about everybody, you know, and, and I, yeah, I think that might be the case. The other thing to me is just, especially for, if you're a believer, Romans 5, 1, you have peace with God. So God's, God is not saying, well, listen, Ross, you weren't nice to your wife Thursday, or, you know, you were, you know, angry with the kids on Tuesday. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to make sure that you, you know, get in a car accident on Saturday so I can teach you a lesson. I, I That's God. We're at peace with God. Yeah. God's not bringing bad Calamity. calamities, et cetera. This, those things happen because that's part of the human experience and because we bring a lot of that on ourselves through our own decisions or decisions other people made bring things into our lives. Mm-hmm. So I... And I just want to be very clear again that we are in no way saying that this woman who had this thing happen to her with this doctor, that it's her fault and she should have known better. Like, we're not saying that. No. We're just... But when... You are publicly saying this was God's plan for me so that I could go and do this. God's plan was never for her to be hurt. And and if I have no, I mean, we're so small fry. I can't even imagine that she would ever listen to this. But if she ever did, my heart for her would be to just know that you know, my dear sister, God did not cause that to happen to you or plan for that to happen to you. That man did evil things and, but God can work it out for your good, yep. you know, and, and, you know, I just think she needs a different understanding of what God is actually doing. So. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. I guess that's it. So if you guys have any um, comments or questions or um, you want to kind of weigh in on in on the topic um, you know we're open to feedback we just ask that feedback is respectful um, we are not going to get into arguments online or in private messengers or I mean, we're just not going to argue with people we're not going to go back and forth we're not going to debate um, but you know, we'd like to hear what you think, and you can do that either. We have the Just Grace It podcast Facebook page. Um, you can do it there, or some of you have been sending us private messages on Messenger. That's fine, too. And, or you can email us at... Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at JustGraceIt.com. Brian at JustGraceIt.com. Yep. So... Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Grace and peace.